Hi, this is David Duckler of Verdant Tea, and this is the Verdant Tea Podcast. Last time we talked a little bit about the origin myths of tea and the mythical, miracle, tonic qualities that tea had and its qualities as a Buddhist meditation aid. But very quickly, tea in China moved from being this health tonic to being an ultimate symbol of both hospitality and humility. It was a sign of the grace that a host and a guest had to have when they were conducting themselves and interacting. This symbol of humility is hard to miss when you are in China and looking at tea culture. When I was there and looking into different farms, interviewing tea vendors, going to big tea houses, training in the ceremony of tea, sometimes I'd feel a little bit down about the culture. I'd see a lot of sort of snobbery and connoisseurship that seemed contrary to tea. So one day I went and talked to my advisor, Professor Chu, at Qingdao University, and he had a great story for me that I want to share. He asked me, David, have you ever heard of white tea? I said, well, of course I've heard of white tea, silver needle, white peony. And he said, no, 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 no. You don't know what you're talking about. That's not white tea. You don't know anything. So I was a little bit upset, a little indignant. What are you talking about, Mr. Chu? He says, real white tea. Started a long time before this white peony and silver needle stuff we talk about today. Back when people didn't have any money, peasants in the countryside were far too poor to pour tea for their guests, but of course, they wanted to show hospitality. They wanted to extend kindness, extend a humility, a sign of respect for their guests. So they would bring out their finest teawares, their beautiful teapots passed down for generations, their teacups. They would bring water to a boil over a fire and pour it into the teapot, let it sit as if it were steeping, and then pour the water into cups. Take the cup in two hands, outstretched, and offer it to their guests. And they would say, please drink this white tea. The word white can also mean clear or transparent, so there's a double meaning. And the guest, of course, would accept the tea with two hands, drink it carefully and thoughtfully, savoring not the taste, but the experience and the ritual of being, being given this gift of hospitality. After I heard that story, I never thought of tea in the same way again. Uh, I was in very high spirits that week, and flew down to Hangzhou because I really wanted to go to Dragonwell Village, talk to people there. And I got in the taxi from the airport, and the taxi driver was kind of nosy. So he's asking me all these questions, and I tell him I'm there to research tea culture. He says, well, where did you come from? And I was living in Qingdao, which is much further north. So I say I flew in from Qingdao, and he just laughs at me. He says, you flew all the way from Qingdao? To Hangzhou just to research tea culture? You're crazy. Here, I'll make you a deal. I'll give you everything you need to know about tea culture. I'll drive you around the city, take you back to the airport, and you can book a flight home because you'll just waste your money here. So I was kind of taken back. Um, I said, well, what are you talking about? Tell me about tea culture. We'll see. I mean, you can keep driving to my hotel because I still want to go to Hangzhou. He says, well, all right, whatever, but... Here it is. So he takes his thermos. He says, this is a thermos. I've got water in it. And then he pulls out this 
crumpled up plastic bag. He pulls out a fistful of broken up tea leaves. He says, this is tea. He puts the leaves into his thermos and he says, that's it. That's tea culture. There's nothing else to it. Um, you can go home now. I didn't even know what to say at the time. I, I kind of wanted to ask him what he was drinking, but I thought that would be really rude and maybe it'll sound arrogant. So I said, well, thank you. Thank you so much, but uh, take me to my hotel. I think you, you must have te- taught me everything I need to know about tea culture, but I'm still going to enjoy Hangzhou. It's a nice city, right? He said, yeah, 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 okay. So I get out and I spend an hour just sitting in my hotel room thinking, what in the world? This taxi driver is either uh, a guy who really likes to have fun at people's expense when they don't understand Chinese very well, or he's a modern-day tea sage trying to teach me something. I thought, this guy really wants me to understand tea is a simple thing, and everything else, all the little teapots and teacups and instruments are just there for fun. They're not necessary. Tea is a leaf that grows in the dirt, and everything else is just fluff. Those two encounters, this idea of white tea and this taxi driver, who knows what his real intent was, but the result is that it really keeps me in check. I wanted to share these stories because as we get deeper and deeper into tea culture and you try more and more teas, it's very tempting to fall into the trappings of connoisseurship and snobbery. But when you remember the farmers and you remember that tea is ultimately about being gracious and welcoming people, you'll remember that ultimately tea is a symbol of humility. It is an act of grace and hospitality to share tea with a guest in your home. So while it's tempting to get into connoisseurship and snobbery, really we need to enjoy tea for what it offers, enjoy the experience in the present, enjoy being given a cup of tea, even if it's a cup of hot water. Really all that the beautiful objects, all that the fine teas do is simply make it easier makes it easier to appreciate what the host is offering as a guest or appreciate offering something as a host to your guest. But ultimately, strip it all down and remember hospitality. Next time, I want to actually share with you a story about the most humble and gracious farmers that I know, the He family in Laoshan, a family I had the privilege of spending about a year and a half with in the nearby city of Qingdao, visiting them every week, picking tea with them, and learning what they have to offer. And they have some great stories. So I look forward to sharing those with you next time. Thanks.